We listen in the divine liturgy to St. Luke's account of the, the Annunciation against the backdrop of a long history of Christian theological reflection on the event. And this reflection is by no means limited to the written word. There's also a rich vein of theological insight to be mined in art, because iconography also teaches theology, though in color and in form. As it happens, the Annunciation is one of the favorite subjects of the Christian artistic tradition. The oldest surviving icon of the Annunciation is found in the catacomb of Priscilla, dating to the second half of the second century. But the painting that comes most readily to my mind, at least, is Fra Angelico's Annunciation in the Dominican convent of San Marco in Florence. What's striking about this particular image is that it is so spare. The Virgin sits on a low stool in an open loggia, a porch. The angel, Gabriel, directly opposite. The usual symbols found in all the other paintings are completely absent. No white lily or light pouring through a window, symbols of her purity. She does not hold a book in her lap. You Usually, the scriptures open to Isaiah 7, a virgin shall be with child and bear a son, nor is she engaged in some domestic task like weaving or sewing. There is a dove, there is no dove descending on a slanting ray of light suggesting the moment of the conception. And most of all, there's no look of surprise or fear on her face. She's completely untroubled. In fact, she looks like she's been expecting the encounter with Gabriel for a long time, and Gabriel has managed to show up late for his appointment. What Frangelico does capture is an intimate conversation between two figures, both bending toward each other as if exchanging some kind of a confidence. Their eyes meet in a moment of perfect understanding. There is no hesitation, no resistance, no indecision as the Virgin Mother accepts full responsibility for her role in the drama of salvation. All this theological, artistic, and liturgical reflection make it hard, if not impossible, to hear this gospel as though it were a theological abstraction alien to the world in which you and I live. They suggest to us that the God we worship here is never short of surprises when it comes to saving his creation. And one of those surprises is that the Logos becomes flesh in the womb of a virgin without human intervention. Another is that 33 years later, this God-man will end up dead on a cross. And the biggest surprise of all waits us uh, on Easter, three weeks from now, the resurrection of a glorified cadaver. March 25th reminds us that the church in her liturgy is once again on the long march from Christmas to Easter and back again to Christmas nine months from today. I said that Frangelico's painting is stripped of all the usual symbols that help believers interpret the scene with theological precision. The symbols are missing because he must have realized that his Dominican confreres already knew the story from the liturgy. 
What Fra Angelico did was to leave them room to fill in the rest of the story by themselves, filling in the rest of the story, living in the mystery of the Virgin's humble and obedient fiat is what the liturgy is quietly inviting us to do, to make room for Christ in our life just as she did in hers.